Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Thank you to Dave Stanley and a warm welcome to Going Greyhounds here on this Tuesday morning, the 16th of February 2021. I'm Mark Holmes. Great to have your company. Well, another massive weekend in greyhound racing it has been and I don't know if we've captured as many special performances on one weekend well, not certainly for a long time after the three group ones on the weekend. It was a spectacular weekend full of many wonderful performances. The three group ones at the Meadows, of course, from Saturday night. New South Wales stays Stanley Road almost got the win in the zoom top over the staying trip of 725 metres, flashing home into second when narrowly beaten by Houdini Boy. What a race that was. Arguably the race of the night. Trained by Mark Gatt, Stanley Road. It was... The first interstate venture for Stanley Road who proved he will be a force to be reckoned with when he returns home for the Association Cup come Easter time. A local also finished runner-up in the Rookie Rebel over 600 metres. The Jody Lord trained Corborn Footrot producing a brilliant performance behind race favourite and eventual winner Fernando Caz. Wearing, of course, the nine jacket, the first reserve getting a start, Corborn Footrot. The Sydney Siders finally broke through for one of the big ones in the Tim Lee. As sprinting sensation, wow, dazzled his rivals to make it back-to-back -back Group 1 wins when scoring off the five box. Karina Britton will be joining us shortly also. Uh, Rob Tester yesterday on Sky Racing 1 making a really valid point of wow, having his first look, of course, under starters' orders at the Meadows and taking out the Tim Lee which is no mean feat at all. We'll talk to Karina shortly. Back up the Hume Highway to the central coast of New South Wales where heats of the Group 2 Bulleye Cup were run on Saturday night. Barsha Blue Boy was the fastest qualifier in 25.90. Uh, one of the fastest heats over that track and trip. The other heats going to Poppy Jack, 25.94. At Astra, also for Karina Britton, 26.11. And Trunky Rose at 26.35. Meanwhile, at Wenty Park, the 2021 Golden Easter Egg Carnival also commenced on Saturday night with the running of three preludes over 520 metres. They were won by It's a Rush, 29.88, Fire on Ice, 29.92, and Weblek Pearl, 30.02. Looking forward to this show, as mentioned, Karina Britton, trainer of Tim Lee, winner and Paws of Thunder winner, wow, just continues on winning this Wonderful, wonderful chaser. Peter Lagosiani, two-time million-dollar chase winner, also joining us in the middle segment. And then the boss of Grand Racing New South Wales with some very big news this morning. We'll touch on those further prize money increases with Tony Mestroff later on before we wind down the show with Jason Patch-Adams to talk about what's coming up on the catching pen this evening. Sky Racing 2 from 7pm. Karina Britton, we might have to start paying you to come on going greyhounds. A phenomenal weekend and you still, well, now must be elevated to cloud 10 after another Group 1 win from your superstar. Wow. Congratulations. And how has the dog pulled up, Karina? Hi. Um, no, he's pulled up great. He's really well. What did you think? I mean, going down there to take on the, the dogs such as Shimmer Shine, Tigalong Tonk, Tommy Shelby, uh, you mentioned the other week and then last week on the catching pen that... Uh, all respect to those dogs, and you were kind of playing down the, the hopes of, of wow, but to go there and actually do it, what were, what were your initial feelings straight after wow uh, past the finishing post? Oh, to be honest, I think I was in shock. I was 
speechless. Um, yeah, I, you go into them races and you kind of hope, you know, you, you've got a chance. And when you come up with the five and, you know, you're racing against those type of dogs and you need everything to go right. But when I um, seen him get himself into a good position and, yeah, when he when he went past the um, line first, I just thought, you know, this dog's just incredible, and I and I, I don't think I'd give him the credit. You know, the, I know he's good, but I I think after Saturday night's win, you know, he's just proved to me he's a lot better than what I've ever thought he was. So, well, from our end, I think especially here in the media, Corinna, we probably don't think that you give yourself enough credit. And again, just no. going back to box five. Uh, mm-hmm. This dog, you've done an amazing job with him, but the, the challenges are, continue to be put in front of him and he just continues to jump over them. Five in the Paws of Thunder, five again in the Tem Lee, uh, and first look around the Meadows, as as uh, Rob Tester mentioned yesterday on Sky Racing 1. Of course, under race conditions, you, you took him down for a look last week, but how important do you think that initial look around the Meadows was for him after, uh, well, before going into the Saturday night feature, the Tem Lee? Yeah, no, he definitely needed to look. Um, yeah, I always feel with with um, Wow, he he needs a few looks at a track. Probably the, the more experience he's getting and the like the older he's getting, he's, I don't know, he just seems to be handling everything, and he he just loves racing, puts himself in good positions, and yeah. Absolutely. Also, a, a big asset of his. I saw a photo on on social media, Karina. He seems to really enjoy the travel in the back seat of the car. Yeah, no, oh, he's loving it. Like he's laid back on it, you know, all four legs up in the air, and you're sitting on 110, 120 along the freeway, and you know he's just he's enjoying it. 110, Karina. He's relaxed. Yeah. Hume, Hume Highway, 110, Karina. Yeah, 110, yeah. I wasn't driving, so that's all right. <laughs> yeah. um, now, do you come back for a crack at the Australian Cup? Yeah, I, I, nommed, I put the nom through on the um, on the Friday and I always thought, well, we'll see how he goes. And I, I think I have to after after Saturday night. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so heading towards the Tab Australian Cup. Now, right up there in betting two, which we'll have a look at a little later on in the show. Um, now, Karina, it was quite a remarkable 50 minutes or so for yourself, uh, where exactly were you? You would have been on course at the Meadows watching Ad Astra win the first heat of the Bulleye Gold Cup. Yeah, we were walking back and I just, I, my brother-in-law, he travelled with me and he actually owns Ad Astra with my mum. Okay. Um, I just looked at him and I'm like, oh, you know, did, did Jack win? And he's like, oh, I don't know. And then I looked up on the board and I seen there was like one minute to go and we went through and um, the wash bay and we'll ho- I was hosing the dog down and um, Nathan actually had it on his phone, and the steward there was nice enough to kind of let me let me watch it watch it in there. So, you know, he went super as well. Gee, it just shows where your mindset was at on Saturday night. You didn't even know what time it was to watch a very good dog in his own right at Astra go around in a in a feature cup heat. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, he's um he's he's been you know terrific for me as well. So, Jack and Bear, is Jack that right, Bear, Karina? Yeah, yeah Jack that's, and Bear. Yeah. There you go. Um, now, you said all along, um, there has been a part of you who, who doubted yourself and the dog. And again, I'll, I'll, I'll ask you, has it sunk in just how good WOW is? Or will it take another Group 1, Karina? Oh, I know. People people look at me like I'm silly, but no, I, I think after Saturday night, you know, I, 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 you know, I realise how, you know, 
he's, he's a special dog and yeah. No, no, not silly at all, Karina. Just humble and modest, uh, yeah. which we love, and and we love uh, having you on and hearing about this wonderful dog. And at Astra as well, looking forward to seeing at Astra going around in the the Bull Eye Gold Cup. Uh, thank you for your time as always, Karina. You've been so good with it, and I'm sure we'll uh, be annoying you much, much more in the future to come on because I know myself and uh, the listeners out there certainly love hearing your story and your emotions and. We're all waiting for the day where we'll see you just run out onto the track and do a Peter Lagogiani. <laughs> I actually will, I was talking to Pete about that on um, Saturday, Saturday night because someone made comment after not a bad comment, just like I didn't when I when I when I won, I just stood there and I said, I'm I am excited and I'm so happy, but I'm just not I can't do that. Like you know, maybe Showing one it. day, but yeah, I just I I can't um I can't show it. I kind of. I want to, but then I start feeling bad for the other people because I don't know. I'm just uh, things go through my head, and I I think you know they're, they're they're probably you know disappointed because they haven't won. And if I'm you know showing my feelings, and you know I'm, I just feel kind of bad for them. So. Um, well, yeah. Karina, we we can see you uh, of course on the shots that. Uh, you're exploding from the inside. We can tell how not only happy you are, but also how proud you are of your of your greyhounds. Uh, again, congratulations from yep. everybody here at Sky. Uh, we'll be speaking to you soon, no doubt. And best of luck in the next couple of weeks leading towards the Tab Australian Cup. Yeah, no, thanks very much. Thank you. Karina Britton there joining us and going greyhounds once again after picking up another group one, the Tim Lee, and at Astra goes through to the Bulleye Gold Cup. He's wow the weekend taking out the Tim Lee. Racing and Shimmer Shine on the outside began okay. Speed from Tegalong Tonk going forward there with Yose Bale posted Shimmer Shine on the first turn as they turn to the back now and Tegalong Tonk and our leader whipping around the outside as Wow now towards lead and Wow dashed around the outside and went up and t- take over now from Tegalong Tonk. They were followed back behind them by Yose Bale. Then came Lakeview Wilder. Again then Shimmer Shine followed by Tommy Shelby equaliser. Tally out Faithy Bale into the straight. Wow is clear. Yose Bale going up on the inside but it's Wow! Wow! What a win! And the the team lead. Second spot will go to Yozo Bale. Uh, followed further back in the race here by Tickalong Tonk and deeper out then came Lakeview Wilder. Followed by Shimmer Shine. Thanks and to Venue time. Mode, you get access to exclusive markets and offers once you walk through the door of your local tab and your app turns green. See? Oh, wait. This is radio. You can't see. Well, imagine the colour green sounds like this. For more of that sweet-sounding green colour, make a date with your local today. Tab. Long may we play. Venue mode available on the Tab app in operating Tab venues, agencies and selected racecourses only. Gamble responsibly. Gamblers help. 1-800-858-858. Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Racing. Blasia Blue Boy Shanghai out and put three on Ebby Infrared Lightning Al Showtime Jack Bill Bath. Past the 300 boxes and Barcia Blue Boy by six to Ebby Infrared. Two off the Lightning Owl, Bill Bath, Showtime Jack. They're about to flatten out for this long run in at Bulleye. And Barcia Blue Boy by three lengths to Ebby Infrared. Two off the Lightning Owl. Barcia Blue Boy going great guns with 50 to go and wins the second heat from Ebby Infrared. Third home, Bill Bath. Fourth to Photo, Lightning Owl. Barcia Blue Boy, what a performance. Ended up starting... Odds on in the second heat of the Bulleye Gold Cup, $1.75 tab fixed odds. For Peter Lagogiani, who's no stranger to success. Peter, before we go on to Barsha Blue Boy, we were speaking to Karina Britton prior to the break, and 
everybody deals with, uh, I guess, emotions in general differently, and especially after winning with WOW. You're on the opposite end of the scale, quite obviously. Everybody's seen the pictures, Peter. But also, after Karina won the Pause of Thunder, Karina was mentioning how she feels bad for the people that have uh, not won. But yourself, after that performance of the Pause of Thunder, you went up and gave her a big hug. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Marcus. Uh, g'day. Uh, yeah, look, I did. Uh, um, uh, she's... Uh, you know, uh, she's a bit of an introvert, Karina, and, and, and a lovely, lovely girl. Um, and, and, you know, she deserves all the success with WOW. Um, and, and WOW, you know, very amply named this dog. And uh, every time you see him go around, the, the, the words come out, WOW, you know. So, um, yeah, look, we, we all, uh, you know, we all take it on uh, differently. And, um, look, when, not if, when she wins a million-dollar race, Karina, I think she's a big chance this year. And if, if the dog keeps going on the way he's going, he's, he's going to be mighty hard to beat. Um, I think I think I can give her some lessons in running down that straight and uh, and, uh, and, and you know <laughs> experiencing what we've experienced. Uh, it's it, it look it adrenaline takes over and um, it's just all the hard work and and uh, and everything you put through and everything that runs through your mind at that you know for that thirty seconds and um, look uh, you know I, we we also do feel for the people that we beat of course and and. I can tell you right now, the, the other seven out there that are racing want to beat you too. So um, it, it's how it is. We, we've got the competitive bug and the spirit, and, uh, as, as we all do. That's why we love racing. So, uh, but I think I think Karina will change her, her mind when when uh, she sees a million dollars flash out in front of her. You're an absolute gentleman, Peter Lagosiani. But you, it just goes to show you're just as, uh, I guess, extroverted and happy. Um, when you lose is when you win, which I think is uh, wonderful because those scenes after the pause of thunder, uh, lovely and, and great for the sport. But now on to you and your dog, Pete. Uh, Basha Blue Boy, fastest qualifier from Saturday night, as we just heard there from Kilo Rourke. Uh, must have been thrilled with the win also from Box 5. Yeah, we were, mate. Uh, we, we're actually all standing there with Karina uh, at the Meadows watching it and we all turned around and said, wow, <laughs> you know, that was, a, it was, you know, little, you know, a little bit funny at the moment we all shared and uh look uh, we look from day dot i've praised this dog he's got an engine and uh, a v8 engine that is and uh you know just barring injury you know he could have been you know anything um he's showing it now look and taking nothing away from every infrared uh who's, who's, who's a class performer and a group performer you know he left him standing in the straight and and uh, you know when i saw that i i, I remember turning around my mate jimmy and said i said this dog's got to go close to the record tonight and uh and he did, you know. Um, you know, he's gone a tenth and a bit off the record, and uh, and that was, was the third, third fastest. Run Peter, sorry, was it third fast for third fastest there yeah, over the yeah, four seven two. Yeah, third fastest ever time around Bulleye. So, um, you know, he went he went to Maitland, you know, with no look and break with twenty five there when they were, when they were hard breaking twenty five three. So, um, he went twenty two one around there, and then twenty two zero around Bulleye. So, you know, the dog's obviously got the ability, and uh, he's just got to stay together and hold up. People often say it's a fast one that hurts themselves, but that run shows uh, what a jetty is. Um, is it just about trying to hold him together, I guess, Pete? Yeah, Marcus. Yeah, look, with the injury he's got, it's a lower limb injury. It's a, it's a metacarpal. Um, you know, metacarpal's wrists and toes, they're probably the worst you can, you can you know, and, and it's hard to judge sometimes if they're 100%. Um, look, uh, it's ongoing with him. It's going to be ongoing. It's just maintenance. Um, he, you know, look, 
credit to the dog, credit to the animal. He, he he loves to run. He wants to run. You know, you put him out in the yard, all he wants to do is go, and, and he spins around in circles, and you put him up the straight, he works himself. He just goes up and down, and he's one of those dogs that, that just loves it. And um, and I've got to tell you, he's full of chase. You, you know, you you come up with some fast animals that are, you know, think about it. This guy, the only thing he thinks about is, is catching that lure and getting out there in front and, 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 and trying his best, and that's what he does. Currently the 250 favourite for the Bullo Gold Cup. Draws box three for next Saturday's feature. Uh, already 320 into 250. Might be Jason Lincoln's money. He said, he said you, have to take, you have to take the five to four. You have to take the five to four. And it started odds on. So good on you, Jace. Um, moving on to, you mentioned you're in Melbourne watching that race. Uh, how did Avawine pull up? Because uh, he, he, he copped a bit of interference, didn't he, Pete? Yeah, look, uh, it's you know hard enough uh, going down to Melbourne and, and winning group races, uh, and, and you know, and we're, we're absolutely thrilled we contested it uh, and, and we're chosen for the Rookie Rebel. Uh, look, he's pulled up a little bit sore in the back muscle. Um, you know, we, we just didn't want to risk him. We also did uh, nominate him for the Australian Cup Series, but we pulled him out. Uh, just, just look, we just want to look after the dog. We know how quick he is. He's a quick animal. Um, We'll, we'll just look. We'll, we'll nurture him now. We'll hope for the derby. Look, we've got ten days. I'll just see how severe it is in the next couple of days, um, and then we'll go from there. But yeah, look, you know, going to Melbourne and racing, you know, with with the likes of, uh, you know, the Britons, you know, the Dailies, and 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 you know, now Karina Britain too. You know, we might add. Uh, look, it's 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 hard enough, uh, you know, on the dog, and let alone the the, the trainer and the and, and the owners too. You know, it's it's a hard ask and a hard task, but. Uh, Look, he'll get over it, and, uh, and we're looking forward to, to racing him in the next couple of weeks, we hope. And I'll, lastly, I'll ask you about the uh, million-dollar bro of Avawine. Uh, how's the Prince going? Yeah, yeah. look, he's, yeah, we had him up trolling, and, and he too had a slight back, back muscle injury after his troll. He almost broke the record over the shorts at, at, at Richmond. So, um, look, uh, he's back now. He's back. He'll be trolling again this week. He's, he's got to have his first hit on Thursday. I might add, he, he actually was uh, named the uh, uh, Greyhound of the Year in Tasmania. So uh, kudos to, to Pat Ryan and, and and the team down there who bred him and, uh, and raced him down there. And uh, so, you know, a little bit of a feather on his cap for Pat and his family, um, you know, breeding a million-dollar chase winner and, uh, and a Greyhound of the Year in Tasmania. So pretty good. Congratulations to him. Yeah, absolutely. Well said, Pete. Uh, a gentleman you are and a gentleman for joining us here on Going Greyhounds. Thank you. We'll speak to you soon, no doubt. Thanks, guys. My absolute pleasure. Cheers. Peter Lagogiani joining us on Going Greyhounds. On the other side, the Grand Racing New South Wales boss will join us, Tony Mestroff, to talk all things prize money. G'day, this is Dave Stanley. Racing HQ Friday is all about winners. 9am, the putters panel. 10am, New South Wales previews. 10.30, Menangle with Fred Hastings. 10.45, Wentworth Park with Tim Newbold. And 11 o'clock... The Friday fill-up with Luke Marlowe. Friday is for winners. Racing HQ on Sky Sports Radio. Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Mark Holmes with you. Great to have your company. We're four minutes or a little less than to 11am. Special guest joining us, the Grand Racing New South Wales Chief, Tony Mestrov. Tony, a very good morning to you. Good morning, Mark. Great to have you on. Some wonderful news announced this morning uh, that, well, 
Tony, you know what? You take us through it. Uh, some wonderful prize money increases. Yeah, we're announcing today, Mark, that uh, we're injecting an additional $1 million in prize money to be distributed over the next four months around the state. So it's obviously a variety of grades and regional venues, you know, mainly, really mainly fifth grade and maidens. Uh, but the highlight of it is the $130,000 country challenge to be run at eight regional tracks um, with a final at Wentworth Park. And obviously there's 50000 in total prize money for that. But it's great news for the, our owners and trainers you know, particular support, we really want to um, increase the prize money for over 440-metre racing. And, you know, it's really a stepping stone to encouraging and nurturing those. So it's been a long time coming, Mark. I've got strong feedback from participants and the industry around increasing over 440 metres. So great announcement today, and hopefully it gets to 80% of our dog population. Yes, and... Um... Tony, well worth noting as well on top of that, obviously there's always going to be a a want and a desire for more prize money, but within, what, the last four or five months, there have been two prize money increases, so it just goes to show the strength of the industry in New South Wales at the moment. Yeah, it really is strong. We, you know, Four months ago, we did announce in October a $1.33 million increase and now a million dollars. So we definitely want to pass those strong wagering returns back onto the industry. Um, you know, we obviously want to be sustainable as well. We're a commercial industry. We have had some commercial wins as well um, over the last eight to nine months. So it's important, you know, that we pour it back into the industry. We want to bring a new person to the industry, a younger person. So that all goes well for the future in New South Wales of Greyhound Racing. I think the country challenge concept is extremely exciting because we've seen how it's grown legs in the thoroughbred community. And the best thing about country racing, especially when you look after it, nurture it and bring it up, I love the idea of people from far and wide uh, meeting with other people from far and wide. And it just makes the greyhound community and any community stronger. Exactly right. Well said, Mark. I think we are a community sport and we've got to remember a big proportion of our trainers are hobby trainers. They're not professionals. So they really do it for the love of the dogs and the community. So we really wanted to target, um, as I said before, 80% of the dog population, which is a lower grade dog. And we want to keep dogs racing longer and also those people that are hobby trainers to keep them in the industry and also to feel proud of the industry. So, you know, we want to, we want to be a, a community-based organisation. That's what we want to do, and we we are a regional industry. So, you know, really particularly targeting regional um, is important, and we saw the announcement going back in October. That's also targeting regional trainers. So, um, you know, um, the important thing is, you know, particularly from a distance point of view, we need to keep those distance dog in, in the, the industry as well. So all around the last six months has been positive for the regional industry. Wonderful stuff. Now let's talk all things golden Easter egg. We missed out on the egg last year, but very exciting times heading towards the first weekend of April. Uh, Tony, it's been a a challenging 12 months, of course, throughout 2020, but uh, it seems now as though it's full steam ahead. Yeah, unfortunately last year we, we closed Wentworth Park and we weren't allowed to go forward with the Easter egg. But look, it's one of the two biggest events in New South Wales, along with the million dollar chase. The correct decision was made. Um, obviously the pandemic just hit, but we're ready to go um, bigger and better than ever in 2021. The heat start on March 10, the semi-finals on March 27, and the final, as you know, is worth 
250,000 to the winner held on Easter Saturday, April 3. So it's still a traditionally really strong race. It's the first, you know, for a while, for a couple of years. So we want to really make a mark and we've got some wonderful dogs coming back into that. Obviously, the new sensation, wow, and obviously um, flying Ricardo as well. So it really should be a strong feel. Absolutely. And uh, over the weekend, yeah, there must have been a, a part of you that got a thrill out of the New South Wales dogs just giving it to the Vicks down there. You know I love giving it to the Vicks, Mark. <laughs> it's, we always do. Look, we do really get on with Victoria. Alan Clayton's a terrific fellow. Um, but look, I, I love seeing, wow, every industry needs a champion. And I can just see that even better. It's a young female trainer in, in Carina, Britain. The Tem Lee was sensational on Saturday night. You know, it's back-to-back group ones from the paws of thunder. So we're just excited about this dog. Um, you know, particularly coming up against Flying Ricardo as well, that we have got two champion dogs in New South Wales, and I think the industry needs it. And, um, you know, I know I know Karina's, you know, very quietly spoken, but I know she's really confident about the ability of this dog, and let's see what it can do this year. I'm, I'm pretty excited. Straight track racing at Richmond. The works are underway, Tony. They're underway. Um, you know, we're coming to, a, to an end. It looks to be... Um, to be able to be raced at the end of March. So works are going along well there. We're, we're pretty confident um, that we're on track. So the first of its kind in New South Wales may be a long time coming, but you know I know the participants are pretty excited about the opportunity for their dogs to race on a straight track. So another strong announcement, um, that'll mean you know racing out at Richmond will be four, four days a week, which is great news. And um, you know it is a strong provincial club, probably our strongest provincial club, so with a good cohort of trainers out there. So pretty excited for the finish of works um, and the announcement as well. And also, if we could get a couple of quick updates from you, Mary, in regards to the upgrade underway at Grafton, uh, up sure. Northern, River, Northern Rivers Way, as well as the Farm Stay Project? Sure. I, I think um, Grafton is looking on track as well. Um, a mid-April, end of May finish um, in time for the huge carnival up there. So that, I think, will be um, one of the best tracks, not only in New South Wales, but in Australia. So we're pretty excited. It's a $4.1 million injection by the New South Wales government. So we're excited for that. And the farm stay, the first obviously of its kind, um, we're now designing um, the actual facility um, and working through operationally how it would work. But that's probably about five or six months away. So we're really excited about both projects, but particularly the farm stay. It's the first of its kind of any greyhound facility in the world. So we're, um, we're pretty excited how we can utilise that and working with our greyhounds as pets program. I can't wait to get up there when it's all up and running the Farm Stay project because, like you say, the first of its kind and if you just want to go and feel loved and a whole bunch of greyhounds jumping all on top of you, that seems as though it'll be the place to go and then potentially take one home, Tony. That's that's the idea. Uh, look, it's a great setting. Um, it's up there in the Hunter Valley, plush green, um, just a beautiful property and that's the idea where dogs roam as they want. Look, after they finish racing, they do need some time um, to basically cool their heels and, and adapt to pet life. And we're, the facility up there is going to have all the appropriate equipment and people in place to be able to do that. So we're pretty excited to add that 
um, to our repertoire and and look to get another one in the future. So, um, as I said, at the first of its kind, we've got a, a top architect in to ensure both from the kennel point of view and external point of view, it looks great. And we want all parties to go. We've got school kids to go there from an education to learn, you know, more about the animal, um, even the antis. Look, we, we're, we've got an open book on this one. We need to get welfare right and we're, we want to be world leaders as well. So pretty excited about the project. Yeah, extremely exciting for us in the greyhound industry as well. Tony, as always, thank you for your time. I'm sure we'll catch up again very soon. Thanks for your support, Mark. Tony Mestrov there, Greyhound Racing New South Wales boss. Okay, so plenty to uh, look forward to. Uh, of course, uh, as we mentioned there with Tony, Jason Patch-Adams joins us. We've got the catching pen this evening. Patch, hello to you. Hello to you, Mark, and that we do, and a pretty good show as well. The third one back from the, the spell that we had and, and looking forward to what's action packed. What about some of these markets coming up, Patch? Just quickly, the Bulleye Gold Cup, 250 Barsha Blue Boy, 350 at Astra. Uh, we've also got, well, heats coming up this weekend. Those markets will become available as the week progresses, but even Australian Cup, Fanabel Superstars markets are all available in futures. Um, have you singled anything out looking forward after the big weekend that was? Well, there seems to be a fair bit of value around in the Australian Cup market. market. I think if you have a scan through those, there's plenty of familiar names where you, you look at the price. Even one like Fernando Cads, who Kayla Cottrell has confirmed in the past couple of days that she will be dropping back for that Australian Cup and then she's a $16 chance. I mean, winning form's good form and she was the last start a Group 1 winner. But in terms of another that really sparks my interest, his name's Mapunga Knight. He won at the Meadows on Saturday night. Is a $101 chance for the Australian Cup? Not to say that he should go patch. on and win or anything like that, but I think that's tremendous value. So that's uh, a punk and night. But, of course, heavily heavily relies on, on what sort of field he comes up against in his heat and, and the box draw as well. Yeah, I like uh, anything at triple figure odds, Patch. Very good. Um, now, this evening on the Catching Pen, looking forward to catching up with yourself and Jason Lincoln. Just... Uh, Lots to look forward to. A curious case last night at Angle Park, which we might touch on as well. The stewards report will become available very soon, but uh, a couple of dogs getting tangled up. It was a strange old situation. I haven't seen the race myself, but seen a bit of the commentary around it since it happened, and it's been pretty polarising, I think, in a situation that um, that not many people have seen before. So, yeah, there's a bit to play out uh, from that point of view. But you mentioned the show tonight. It looks so much coming up. We speak about the success of, of Kayla Cottrell. There's also another young uh, gentleman down here in Victoria, Ned McDonald, has had a, a blazing start in his training career. So we'll catch up with him for a, a feature story and just heard your chat there with Tony Mestrov as well. That's a sensational announcement from New South Wales, not only in the enormity of that increase, but specifically targeted at 500 metre racing, which I don't think there's enough of. Uh, that concentration on, on bolstering racing over that distance at this, uh, at this day and age. Yeah, it's, uh, no, it's wonderful to hear from Tony and Patch. Any uh, feedback from your performance last week at Sean Lithgow and Mel Lithgow's place? There has been a bit of feedback, Mark. And look, probably the most amount I've had out, uh, coming off the back of, a, of an episode of the pen and most of the comments have been, you're going to come around to my joint and, and pick the blackberries and, and that sort of stuff. And a bit of criticism too, which was probably well-deserved. But, um, yeah, a bit of fun out of that, Mark. That was great. Right, I'll see you a little later on when we record the Catching Pen and, of course, 7pm Sky 2 tonight. Thanks, Patch. No worries, Mark. Looking forward to it.
Jason Patch-Adams, uh, looking forward to the catching pen this evening. Thanks for joining us here on Going Greyhounds. That rounds out the show. Big thank you to, of course, our guests. We had Karina Britton on, Peter Lagogiani, Tony Mestroff, uh, Jason Patch-Adams just joining us there. And, of course, to, to you, the listeners tuning in, Cat Ernst, Greyhound Racing, New South Wales, and Tab, of course, and the team at French's Forest, Sky Sports Radio. Thanks, crew. Enjoy the rest of Racing HQ and the rest of your Tuesday.